the last day of my life. The better angels inside my head are mourning. Finally, I am someone who lived in this world. Could it be because I will be forgotten? But grandchild is happy. Camouflage does tears for losing you. Just another man without legacy. Gone. Episode 1. My life in poetry and the poet. Welcome to my life in poetry podcast. I share who I am to heal you and me. I am your host, C Church. Make sure to share the episode with those who enjoy this type of content. In this first episode, we will look at one of my earlier poems, Days of Our Lives, and put it in context. But first, I have to let you know that I always flattered with poetry and absurdity ever since I was in my teens. The first clear memory of writing a poem was back in 2008 when I was in Form 1. But since I can't even remember the piece, I am going to tell you the absolutely gangster move of drinking blue ink. Yes, the blue ink we used for fountain pens in primary school. This was around the year 2004. And yes, I know it was gangster because all the girls in my class looked at me like I was a crazy person and all the boys looked at me like I was, what, a loser? But that, through my broken sense of identity, translated to cool. In essence, all the girls wanted me and all the boys wanted to be me. I was memorable, iconic, legendary, see church, I was myself. There is something you need to know about where I grew up. I was born in Kenyatta Hospital to a 21-year-old Dr. Pauline. Dr. Pauline was raised Catholic. But her parents later turned Presbyterian. Presbyterian? Yes, the PCA thing. My father was already working as a forester. He had another child by this time. Side note. This involved another instance of my mother calling both of us bastards makers. If I even translated her feelings remotely from that incident occurring 23 years later. Okay, back to the point. My father was also Catholic. What I'm trying to say is, I was born in a devoted and staunch Christian family. So when I told my friend one week before my Kenya certificate of primary education that I am never going to the daily evening prayers for success. Side note. Uh, for those who are not Kenyans listening to this podcast, it is a big deal. It is the first national examination that will have an irreversible consequence on your life. Okay, back to the point. I told my friend, or to be more honest, my deskmate Ken, that I am never going to the daily evening prayers for success. Because in the grand scheme of things, it does not matter how much I pray, since it has no effect on my performances. I knew I was something different. I'm not certain that it was necessarily better, just different. And yes, the people around me are accustomed to me saying that human beings are human beings. But really what I meant was, I saw myself as special. First day of our life. The mother is ecstatic. Finally, her pains and burdens are over. Humiliations and congratulations are on. Could even be the next president, but father is in tears, camouflaged as honest joy. Another big mouth to feed. 
second day of our life, the priest is ecstatic, finally another person in line for the tithe. Could even be the next pope, but mother is in tears, camouflaged as touching by the word. Village thugs and whores are praying for you, another statistic of robbery without violence. That day of our life, the teacher is ecstatic, finally, someone to be the Aristotle to their Plato could even be the next Einstein, but priest is in tears, camouflage as tears for absolution, lawyers and politicians consecrating you, another greedy scholar on the rise. Fourth day of our life, the cultists are ecstatic, finally we love being in love, could even get married, bells ring, but teacher is in tears, camouflage as being proud of you, Another damn romantic who never lands. Fifth day of our life, we are very ecstatic. Finally, we made a new life. Could it be the need to sustain bliss, human mediocrity? But our sweethearts are in tears, camouflaged as being happy for you. Another one escapes, dying alone. Sixth day of our lives, grandchildren are ecstatic. Finally, someone else full of laughter and ambition. Could it be? Their iPhone is the only new thing under the sun, but we are in tears, camouflaged as pain in our backs, another generation who doesn't know how short life is. The last day of my life, the better angels inside my head are mourning. Finally, I am someone who lived in this world. Could it be because I will be forgotten? But grandchild is happy, camouflaged as tears for losing you. Just another man without legacy, gone. So according to one of the interviewers, that is a case of Simon Maconde. I don't know if you remember the story of Simon Maconde, who was born on a Monday. I think he got married on a Tuesday. Bottom line, no, he died no. on a Friday. I'm not quite <laughs> that sure is not how that, particular that Simon Maconde story went. Simon Maconde was born on a Monday. Simon Maconde was named on a Tuesday. Simon Maconde was married on a Wednesday, got sick on a Thursday. He was treated on a Friday. He died on a Saturday. Buried on a Sunday. That is the sad story of Simon Maconde. That story was the inspiration of the just-concluded poem, Days of Our Lives. It follows the persona from his birth to death, along the way, meeting a lot of expected milestones in life, except he never had to pay any taxes. The sad story of Simon Maconde is probably the first existential stories Kenyans come across in their lives. This story is sung by kids at age seven when the people in the West are still believing in Santa. Over here, the most important story is about the inevitability of death. Perhaps it is the level of mortality in most African countries that creates a need for us to learn a person's life cycle in a minute. Not unlike the story of Simon Maconde, the poem days of our lives surfaced from a deep existential angst. It was about June of 2015, if I'm not wrong. I had just dropped out of my financial engineering degree at Jomo Kenyatta, accepting that it was not for me. This was after 
over a year and a half of missing classes and doing numerous quantities of alcohol and at a certain point lighting all my trash in the small bed seat i was living while inside being homeless for a while after that i stayed of a friend tried to overdose on painkillers and oh my fucking god my life has been shit I was and still am prone to life-threatening and shocking decisions. I'm not certain if it is a result of self-inflicted traumatic experiences or I am what I am causing cycles of bad decisions that lead to self-inflicted traumatic experiences. The dictionary definition of existential angst does not even cover an inch of the actual feeling. Moral of the story, after having reached a true rock bottom at the point and came clean, to my parents i wrote days of our lives this was only the second time i took the time to write a poem and i love the mental health question of the day remains are we suffering because of our actions or are we suffering because we are us if you wish to donate to this podcast you could do so on patreon at www.patreon.com slash mylifeinepoetry We will be having patrons and donors only Zoom stream on discussing the episodes as a way of appreciating your input. Keep the discussion going on Twitter by hitting me up at C-Church. Thank you and be kind.